Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 126 of my audio logcast series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. With that being said, it's a very cloudy, rainy day here on the island of Gozo. The coronavirus hysteria hasn't reached here, thank God. But I'm hearing from, yeah, the UK and Italy. I have, my partner has family in Italy and all the schools are in lockdown. Nobody's leaving their houses or very little. There's not a lot of mingling going on. And I'm like, fuck, this is like weird. Like I can feel it, but I can't feel it because it's not really happening to me and it's not in my physical reality. But I know of people that are going through this and people that are very close to me. So it's like, wow, shit, something's really happening, you know? And of Mm -hmm. course, we're more connected than ever. So we feel a lot more impacted by things that happen overseas that before maybe wouldn't. But nevertheless, something something big is going down. Um, and what can we do about that? I mean, I look at myself and I question and I'm like, can I do anything? Not really. <laughs> I can stay calm. That's something I can do. I can't do anything to help the issue of the coronavirus, can I? Especially from where I am. But I can keep calm. I can transmit that calmness to other people. I can breathe and I can just surrender and say okay this is happening this is happening (laughs) can't really do much about it but it's happening and then kind of just breathe sounds quite spiritual right (laughs) what i mean is don't get all reactive and hysterical and panicky about it because that's not going to help i know it's hard not to enter into the reptilian brain that we have and into survival mode, and then run to the shops and start stocking up on food, which could be helpful if the time comes that we need to do so, but it doesn't seem like it's come to that point yet. Um, I think everything is exaggerated through the the media, Um, although it is happening and it is spreading. So um, we're going to set the coronavirus aside for some exciting news. (laughs) The Sacred Food eShop. What is this? And why am I so excited about it? Well, since, since I can remember, since I became a chef, I've always wanted to just cook homemade food and share it with people, you know? Not really make much of a business out of it, but more there's just the enjoyment that there is in cooking without the stress of the restaurant at home with good quality ingredients from local farmers and have your friends around or a group of people, yeah, really casual to enjoy that food and share it with them and then connect with that group of people through the food that you've cooked them. I've always dreamt about doing that and I've done it obviously many times with friends. But I wanted to do it with people that I didn't know. I wanted to connect with strangers through food and sell it to people. So this this e-shop is us, me and Corinna, my partner, cooking homemade food products and selling them to the local community. And it reminds me of my mum. When I was small, I remember she used to have a little table outside the front door of her house 
um, with a few plants and then another little pot for the money. So people would pass by, take a plant, leave the money. And I love that, man. You know, it's not so easy nowadays to do these things because of, you know, you need your licenses and you need approval from the local council and this and and all the paperwork. Obviously, we're, we're keeping it really low key for now. Um, so hopefully the local council doesn't hear this podcast episode. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, obviously, as soon as it grows a little bit more, we would go to get all the licenses and stuff to make sure it's all legal and do things right and proper. But for now, we're just really excited because we're making jam and kimchi and just some bread, gluten-free bread, focaccia, because Corinna's from Italy. And it's just really fun. And I'm, you know, through Facebook, this is what I wanted to tell you about. If you can take something away from this podcast is that you can use the marketplace. It doesn't have to be for food. It could be anything. It could be selling secondhand stuff that you've got around home that you don't know what to do with anymore. And you don't do garage sales anymore because that's a thing of the past. But... You can take a photo and put it on the Facebook marketplace and get someone else to come and pick it up in your area. Could be books, could be a laptop, could be an old phone, crockery, pillows, could be anything, clothes. Put the price, put the name, photo, boom. Share it on the marketplace. It's like Amazon on Facebook. Blew me away. So I've been putting the food on there. And the amount of people that reach out, it's amazing. Like, really. So if you have anything to sell marketplace if you have anything at home that you don't use anymore you want to make a bit of cash marketplace and also for buying stuff like i've been on there it's addictive (laughs) people in your area we bought something the other day from a lady just just across on another island on malta and um went to pick it up and she's really lovely you know you buy something that someone's looked after right they've used so it's got a story but you also meet the people that have used it and you're buying it from. And it's just a really nice, I don't know, when you go to shops, there's just a disconnect. You go to restaurants, supermarkets, um, shops. Okay, you meet the, the shop owner and maybe you can develop a little bit of a connection if they're, you know, they like their job. But otherwise, you're just stuck with, uh, I want to buy this TV. Okay, so that's 300 euros, 300 pounds. Here you go. Okay, I'll take it home. Ciao. And that's it. So there's no connection. You know, there's no story. Where does the TV come from? Well, if we knew where it came from. From China. Um, Childhood labor. Not childhood. Child labor. Um, Exploitation of employees in China. Probably not happening at the moment, though, with the corona. Um, Anyway, it was just really nice to buy something from someone local, meet them, pick it up. Give them the money, boom. All right? It's just nice. There's a nice feeling in it. I don't know what it is. don't know how mm-hmm. to explain it. It's just nice. Um, and then also, there was an exchange that happened the other day. There was this lady that reached out to me on Facebook, and she was like, ah, oh, you make kombucha? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, I just really want to start trying. I'm on my journey of kombucha. I'm just going to start, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to find a scoby, which is the bacteria that you use to brew the kombucha to ferment. And I said, oh, I can give you a piece, you know. So how much do you want for it? I said, no, nah, I don't want to mm-hmm. charge you for mm-hmm. it. Come round. If you want to leave a donation of something, um, you know, we're open to that. But yeah, just come round and get it. She came round with her husband and she brought six fresh eggs from their hens. You know, I was like, wow. And then there was that exchange, you know. I used to call it bartering. You barter and you exchange. 
It's like, man, there's this something about that. You know, it, there's a connection again. So many transactions that we make in today's world that are disconnected from anything. You know, there's an intermediary or you're buying it from a shop or even online, man. Imagine the future when everyone's just ordering stuff online and it's getting delivered. Even less connection. You don't even, don't even have the intermediary. You don't even have the shop. And then there'll be, you know, you go to the supermarket, you don't even have someone at the checkout anymore because it's AI or robots. But anyway, don't worry, we're going we're gonna to have fun in our virtual worlds and we're going to connect through there and we won't need the physical anymore anyway, you know, because we're going to find all of our connection. We're going to have as many girlfriends or boyfriends as we want and friends and we can change them and adapt them to how we want and our needs. We can be totally selfish in the new virtual worlds that are coming. <laughs> we can have exactly what we want when we want. We can scrap, we can scrap our life and start again as many times as you want. It's like playing The Sims, but in real life. You know, because the more you play these games, the more you get absorbed and the more real it feels, you know, and you get and you get the you get the physical sensations, by the way, through the VR. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but put a virtual reality headset, play a game and feel the sensations. It's real, man. It's no joke. Anyway, it's enough of the future. Um, Come back to reality, Jack. Okay, nearly 10 minutes. We are done for today. (laughs) That's my ramble sharing of the moment today hope you enjoyed hope you took something away Mm -hmm. get on marketplace it's amazing cook homemade food share homemade food have people around for dinner it's becoming extraordinary because it doesn't happen anymore the ordinary becoming extraordinary make the connection don't just make a transaction make the connection then the transaction becomes sacred thanks for listening guys i'll speak to you again soon ciao for now Mm -hmm.